Welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast with Melissa Hurt. Here's where I'll be helping creatives get through mindset blocks, step into wellness and self-care practices, and overcome imposter syndrome so that you can live genuinely as a creative person, putting your greatest gift out into the world. Hello, hello. I am so happy to be here with you today. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about something that is truly a game changer for anyone who's working to level up their life. I'm going to talk to you about values and why it's important to discover your values and how you live by your values to live an abundant life. And I'm not talking about abundance as money. I'm talking about abundance, meaning of opportunity, of creativity, of joy, of balance. It's true abundance in every way that we want to feel fulfilled. So I think of values as your inner compass. So we all know what a compass is. If we're on a trail, we hold the compass out and it'll show us where north is, the true north, and we walk according to that. So if we need to go west, we know how to hold the compass so that we know we're headed west because that little needle will be pointing towards north. Values are similar in that they help to steer you and anchor you to what's truly important for you. I like to think of values as a brand identity. Like think of yourself as a brand, similar to how Coca-Cola is a brand, REI is a brand, Dolly Parton is a brand. Cindy Crawford, I remember, said in the 90s, that she worked for Cindy Crawford. She knew that she was a brand. And so the way that she marketed herself, the way that she appeared in public, everything had to do with the brand of Cindy Crawford. And I think that's a very intelligent way to go about how you want to show up in your life. You want to be consistent and be aligned with what you know and feel is your highest good. Let's go a little bit more into what brand is, and then I'm going to circle it back into a more personal level with yourself. So let's just use Coca-Cola as an example of a brand. We all know Coca-Cola. It's everywhere. If you look at their website, their tag is Discover Real Magic. Now that's an interesting tag because Discover is an action where you're actively searching for something. And when you discover something, there's this effervescence and a joy of that discovery. So that's an interesting active verb to have as a tag, and it does align with their brand because how many Coca-Cola commercials do you see where people are out and about, they're social, they're meeting other people, they're having adventures, All of that aligns with what they feel that soda can do for a person's life. Then you have real magic. Now that's kind of a contradiction of terms, isn't it, in some ways, because real is something that's tangible and magic is not, but you feel it. And so you have the tag, discover real magic, and it opens up a whole new world for what's possible. It's a very interesting and clever tag. Now, if you look at their photos and if you look at their ads, 
what you see are younger people, although you certainly see commercials where there's like a grandpa and a grandson sharing a Coke. But it's a lot of younger people. They're very happy. They're together with others. They're stylish. They're influencers. And when you look at those people, you can see an element of being grounded, but being fun and being out in the world. So all of that aligns with the brand of Coke products. And you would not see an advertisement, Coca-Cola would not show up in the world, right, through their ads with an image that is sad or morose or somber or even pensive. You wouldn't see that. They're not out there to influence people to discover their intuitive wisdom, right? You think of someone like Oprah, her brand is that she wants you to discover your intuitive wisdom. And the way that she shows up, she's always got greenery and plants around her. She's very grounded with nature. She shares videos of her hiking. All of that is about discovering your inner wilderness as you explored the outer wilderness. So that's another example of brand. But with Coca-Cola, you don't see that. You see more of a sporty sensibility. So everything is streamlined in how they present themselves in the world according to that value, those values of being stylish, being happy, influencing, magic, and the magic that comes through laughter. So when you tie this into your personal values and how you personally want to show up in the world, we need to scale it back quite a bit, don't we? Because first, it's important to have an understanding of how do you want to show up in the world? How do you want to be? What do you want your life to be like? I have said this before and I'll say it again. I don't believe that life just happens at you. I think that we are mutually creating our lives with this higher force. And your choices have a ripple effect in everything that you do. Now, certainly extraordinary events that are tragic happen because that's part of life. We get that. But you still have choices in the face of that. And your values can help you to steer those choices in the face of tragedy towards something that can still align you with what you know is your highest good. Your highest good is the richest, most beautiful part of yourself that you know is pristine and elegant and all of your best qualities that you want to be and experience in the world. So how do you find your values? The way that I share this with my clients is we need to go back and look through the storybook of your own life and discover the times in your life when you felt truly happy. You were just so happy. And ask yourself, what was happening at that time where I felt really happy? What was the action that I was doing? Where was I? Who was I with? And you just write all that down. Let that sit. And then you go to another area of life and you think, 
of times when you felt really proud. Now, I'm not talking about pride. I'm talking about feeling proud of yourself, like giving yourself on a, a pat on the back and just feeling good about what you've done and what you've accomplished. What were the times when you felt really proud? Where were you? What were you doing? What were the circumstances around that event? Write down maybe five of those if you can. And then you think of times when you felt really fulfilled in your life, just completely content and fulfilled. And it's the kind of moments where you notice you're, for example, you're sitting on a porch watching the sunset and you're like, wow. And you just notice at that moment, I feel amazing right now. My life is great. That's an example of when you feel fulfilled. So write down maybe five of those. Look at the commonality between them. Where were you? What were you doing? Who were you with? And then what you want to notice is what are the common factors in these? And then you start to find the words that represent the elements that were the common factors in all of those stories, all of those situations. And when I work with this with my clients, it's quite a process. It does build up your vocabulary, but you start to get nitty gritty on what's really important to you. And because you've had a meditation practice going, you're pretty in tune with your intuition. Your gut will tell you when something is right. And when you land on the right word, your whole body will light up like, yes, that's the word. That's what I'm looking for. For example, I was doing this work with a client and something she noticed was that in all of her memories where she felt really happy or really proud or really fulfilled, she was always by herself. And realizing that she knew that that was really important to her. She likes to strike out on her own. She likes to discover things on her own. And that was really important for her personal growth journey was to carry on a sense of adventure by herself, discover the world on her own terms. And once she knew that, it helped her identify the next pathway for her professionally with her relationships, that when she goes into her next relationship, she needed to have a person who was also an independent person. Codependent relationships in no way work for her because she needs to be with a person who is Totally cool going through a day without texting five times during the day. So for myself, when I have done this level of work, I realize that my top value, number one above everything else, is connection. I value connection deeply. And knowing this about myself, it helps to inform every choice I make. So if I have a new opportunity, I ask myself, is this going to help me to connect with other people? Am I going to connect with new levels of learning so that I'm growing in some way? Am I connecting with my spiritual life through this? Am I connecting with my larger community? Is there a connection inherent in this in some way? I always have to ask that. And if there's not, if it's a very solitary endeavor that is self-serving or is not contributing to a larger good, 
I know that if I were to do it, I would grow very anxious and agitated and depressed, and it just wouldn't work for me. I can't do it, so I have to pass on those opportunities. When you find your values, you will find that it carries over into the choices you make for your work, particularly with how you work. Your job will be what your job is. And if you want to change your job, knowing your values can help to steer you in a clearer direction. But sometimes we have a job that's just fine. It pays the bills and we're good. But we can discover a different way of working that can be better aligned with our values. Knowing your values can help you in how you manage your finances and how you want to grow financially as you move towards financial freedom. It'll inform your creativity, your passions, and your hobbies, and the things that you do on your free time. It will inform your relationships and how you want to nurture your relationships or the kinds of relationships that you want. And I'm not just talking about romantic relationships, but how you show up in your family relationships, social relationships, professional relationships, all of it. Your values will inform the choices you make for your health, your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and it will also inform how you want to serve the world. So those are six domains that are pretty big. I teach my clients how to balance their energy into all six so that they feel more even-keeled and balanced and purposeful in their lives. So I'll give an example for myself on how I nurture my top value of connection through all of these six domains. And I share this with you so that you can start thinking of the bigger picture on how knowing your values can help you feel more balanced and abundant in your life. So for my work, I work as an instructional designer And I've been an educator for 20 years. I remember in my job interview, the man who was going to become my supervisor said that he was worried that all of my classroom experiences would not add up to this work because it was remote and I was creating self-paced learning through videos. And I said, well, there's a person watching the video. So I am connecting with that person through that medium. And so the way that I structure and design the courses is always with the goal of knowing that I am connecting with a person so that they can learn something and level up their skills. And that's absolutely true. I keep that close to me so that as I'm creating my scripts, as I'm creating the visuals, as I'm editing, everything is about how is the other person interacting with this material? Because in that way, when I consider that, I am staying connected with the learner. And I feel like an educator the whole time. I still feel like it's as if I'm in a classroom. Because I am engaged with the material and engaged with the person who I know is going to take this course once it's completed. So connection shows up in my work there. It also shows up in how I interact with my colleagues how I chit-chat with them. I want to truly know them because I value connection and I want to stay connected with them. When it comes into managing my finances, if I can spend money in a way where I am 
connecting with my family and my partner in ways that are meaningful, then it's a good use of my money. If it's going to help to grow and nurture a deeper connection, so for example, taking my daughter to a water park once a year, that's not a cheap event, right? It costs some money to do those things. But the memories that we make are ones that become stories that we share years down the road, and we stay connected through those stories. So that's a meaningful use of that money. I am not a person to just casually throw 20 bucks here and 20 bucks there and not staying connected with my budget. That's not me. I know people who do that, and that's fine for them, but I like to keep a closer eye on my finances and know where things are and know how I'm investing my resources so that I can stay connected with my family and the quality of life that I know is important to me down the road because I know that that is aligned with my highest good and what I know I want in my retirement years. When it comes to service, I like to give my time, energy, and resources to organizations that are doing something that can help other people connect in a meaningful way. So I love animals. I give a lot of my time and energy and resources to animal organizations, like for pets and for larger wildlife organizations. I also like to offer my time and energy to organizations that are serving women who are struggling with breast cancer, just helping them to find ways to connect with their inherent beautiful spirit as they go through chemotherapy treatments. And I do this through recording meditation videos and yoga videos and offering them to an organization that they will then share on their email list, knowing that I am staying connected with that particular community and helping them connect to their highest good in this really difficult time in their lives. So connection is a big part of my why and the way that I show up to serve others. Connection for my health. Well, you may know, I may have shared this in previous episodes, that I shattered my kneecap in November in an ice skating accident. It was just an ice skating lesson, fell on my knee, and the rest is history. My kneecap shattered into about four or five pieces, and Two surgeries later and a ton of physical therapy, it's back, and I'm now working on getting it stronger. And so throughout that difficult process, I knew that literally I had to help my knee connect (laughs) back together. And so I would really put my mind and my body as I did my physical therapy. It was never just a mechanical exercise. I would use everything I knew about yoga practice to connect my mind with my muscles and how I was moving my leg to get my knee to come back together again. Now that my knee is healed, I want to connect in a much deeper way, not just with my body and how I can get it stronger, But I want to connect with nature, and that's part of my spiritual health. And so I have joined a triathlon club, and I shared a story about this in the last episode about my first open swim. Check that out. 
But in joining this triathlon club, I'm checking the box on so many levels with that core value of connection because I'm connecting with my strong self. I don't feel strong on a daily basis. I sit at a desk and I'm making videos. But when I am out riding a bike or swimming or running, I feel strong and I love connecting with that deeper part of myself. I am also out in the world. I'm connecting with the birds and the trees and the heat and the water and whatever it is. And so when I'm connected with the world at large, I feel like a more balanced human being. But what's also happened is that it carries over into another domain, which is relationships. I have met so many amazing people through this club who have a similar value of being out in the world and connecting with nature, that it's really enriched my heart and how I can connect with other people that I would never have met had I not shattered my kneecap and had this deeper calling to get stronger in this way. And then that also carries over into my hobbies, passions, and creativity. Some of my hobbies have always been movement-based because I love connecting with that sense of movement and growth. So yoga, swimming, I've always enjoyed those things. But now I can add riding a bike, cycling, challenging myself in that way. That's become a hobby for me because I'm connecting to different parts of myself that I never even knew were there before injuring my knee. Playing my violin is connecting with a sense of musicality in me that I don't really get to play with very often. So you can see when I talk about how all of these domains overlay one another, they're held together with connection, which is my highest core value. And so now I extend this to you, listener. How can you explore what your core values are And how can you make choices that elevate your life to give you a life of abundance where you know that your work and the way that you work, the way that you manage your finances, the way you serve, the way you enjoy your free time with your hobbies, the way that you nurture your relationships, and the way that you take care of yourself can all connect to what those core values are so that you never feel incongruent with what's important. You always feel aligned and purposeful and honest with who you are and how you are and the ways that you want to show up in the world. So that's my magic question for you. And I would love to hear from you about this. Reach out to me. I'm going to put my website link in the show notes so that you can just click the link and contact me. If you have questions about this, let me know. Or just share with me, what are your values? What came up for you? You can reach me at melissahurt.com. There's a connect tab there that you can click on and it'll send you right to my email. So you can let me know how this works for you. I hope you have a great day. Get to know your values and feel them as a compass because they will always steer you in the right direction. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a positive review.